Welcome to the InpharmaTechnologist.com podcast. I'm Gareth McDonald. The drug industry's multi-stage discovery and development model is to blame for the frighteningly high attrition rates that see around 98% of selected candidates fail during clinical development. At least that's according to Hedley Reese from industry consultants Biotech PharmaFlow, who told me that the pharmaceutical industry can learn from other sectors. Well, I think I should firstly say that... Um I didn't dream up these views uh, on the current par- paradigm out of thin air. It's based on um, joining development companies, typically in phase three, to look at their supply chains for launch. And I very often find many, many issues locked in through the development process. So I decided to actually look at the current drug development process. And if I had to characterize it uh, to a layman, I'd basically say that um, we have a group of people who find... Uh, discover a, a molecule and, and patent it, and uh, hand that over to another group of scientists who who are responsible for developing the compound. And they have a need to basically prove uh, safety and efficacy as uh, as quickly as they possibly can within reason, because obviously the patent clock is ticking, and every lost day is a day's lost sales. Um, and typically, I find the time that should be taken, that other sectors take in early stage development, isn't properly taken. And the net result, as we all know, is U.S. Government Accountability Office figures that only one out of 250 preclinical candidates actually get through to markets. Okay, and what does the industry need to do to address this? So my suggestion would be that we make development basically two broad stages, the design stage, which is uh, an aggregation of research and development, and then then a manufacture stage. So the research, the research discovery research would stay with the molecule and work with the development folk rather than move on to other projects. Uh, And their responsibility would be to, to develop the model into a working prototype. And then we would test out prototypes with the downstream disciplines such as manufacturing, procurement, marketing, the groups that are responsible for, for, for taking product to patient. And um, they would only accept prototypes into manufacture that have been properly proved to the right level. Um, and if the, 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 the prototype fails, then design go back to the drawing board and they actually find new molecules that are more manufacturable or have better safety profiles. And, and so there's much more accountability for discovery research and, and de- development to work together to be able to produce these m- molecules. Now, there's a huge reversal of power base assumed there, which would be very difficult for the industry to really understand and, and, and take up. But there is no other sector in the world that actually puts manufacturing, uh, commercial manufacturing, so low on their priority agenda. What are the benefits of this approach? Well, I think uh, the design function then will be challenged to prove feasibility of molecules as finished products in customers' hands in the same way uh, an aeroplane is tested out in a, in a wind tunnel to prove it has basic airworthiness and to prove it has an acceptable chance of, 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 of being manufactured and, and, and getting to market. It would also drive the use of quality by design and process analytical technology at a much earlier stage because you'd need those tools to actually do the characterization. We could remove many of the issues of poor solubility, stability limitations, inappropriate material specifications, weak analytical methods before they're locked into the filing. Uh, manufacturer could then attention their focus 
on many fewer molecules but much more viable molecules so that will free up their resources to really look at problem solving and implementing modern manufacturing production methods to raise these quality levels from the 2.5 sigma that is generally accepted up to six sigma levels that we get in semiconductors etc and i think it would bring a qbd mindset to the whole organization structure which is what the regulation regulators are really employing the industry to do how has the drug sector reacted to this idea um <laughs> Typically, when I talk to people in the industry, they say that would never work. Uh, why would you spend time and money when you don't know if you have a drug in the first place? Um, and, you know, I would say that is a mindset that inhibits pro pro progress. And if we continue with, with it, we'll have to continue with this painful hit and miss of, of drugs uh, going forward. So clearly the drug industry has a lot of work to do. Headley, thank you very much for taking me through that today. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks. For InPharma Technologist, this is Gareth MacDonald.